Hi, I'm Megan. I'm not Meg. I'm Megan. And I'm Erin, and I will happily correct Meg's name on all of our stuff to Megan. And this is Utterly Unrelated, the podcast. That's the sound of the music that kicks in. I I listened to the first and second episode and I was like, why am I saying Meg? I never refer to myself that way. Like when I'm introducing myself or even in my own head, usually I just call myself Tiny Guy, which is, I don't know, that's the name that I call myself or, or I'll refer to myself as a small man. I don't know. It's that's, I guess my inner monologue thinks it's a real fucking wise guy. But yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm Megan. It's Megan. Yeah, it's always, I'm Megan, the it's tiny guy. He's <laughs> the little fella. <laughs> so I always call myself dummy. Always. Wow, that's mean. I know. You I should know. call yourself tiny guy. I should. Or, or little fella. Like, or at least like, um, I don't know, uh, chuckles or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's much Kitty worse. Cat. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty, ooh, we're getting deep into my insights and my own self-worth here. <laughs> oh, so welcome to Spooktober. This is like, oh, we've got good stuff for you. We've been waiting yeah. and we've been holding out and it was all worth it. I promise. That's true. We're worth waiting for. It's okay. It's true. Most women are. All women are. Are they? No. No, because I don't think that Margaret Thatcher was. Oh, she was probably a stone fox. She, she's probably... You know what I bet? She might have been a bull crusher. Like, like, maybe like the actual she, thing? Yeah, like maybe she literally stepped on balls. I had a friend Ooh. who uh, used to get paid to do that sort of work. For the record. I will do that kind of work and get paid for it. I will, yeah. I will put my feet on OnlyFans. They're not they're not fucked up or anything. Just me. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. It's just my feet. It's I like, I have heard that actually uh, from actually the same friend who used to do the ball crushing work. Um, I've heard that footwork pays well and that foot guys are like almost always super nice. I have heard and like very respectful. respectful. Yeah. yeah. So are peeing guys. Huh. The, I mean, the, the ones who are the receivers of the pee or the givers of the pee? Usually the receivers are very respectful and always yeah, pay. Yeah, I can see that. Dope. I think the ones who pee on are the ones who are more likely to, like, dip out without paying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong room. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I think that. I, think <laughs> I paid you in pee. Maybe in a past life that's what I did. And I learned that getting peed on was the bad way to do it. I don't know. <laughs> I just realized I've always thought that if you are the guy that pees on people and you pay up front and you're very respectful, I'm sorry. Feel free to email me, utterlyunrelatedpod at gmail.com and tell me that I'm wrong. Because, well, honestly, though, you know? equally, I know somebody who enjoys getting peed on and I, I could see them skipping out on their tab. I feel like while they're busy, like while I'm busy wiping my eyes clear and maybe like patting off my mouth... That they're they're already gone. <laughs> <laughs> Pat drying my mouth and my face, they're already gone. Well, it turns out we have a lot in common. Oh, every time we talk, it's more in common. Yeah, every time. Today we just learned that we we were as small children. We ice skated at the same places around the same time, um, which is a trip. So yeah, I mean, because we didn't always live in Oregon. 
slash Washington at the same time. Like you moved. Yeah, like never. Yeah, like you moved to Washington as soon as I moved to Oregon and flip flop. You know, like when you were in um, Moses Lake. You were living already. I, I, I moved to oh, Moses Lake yeah. in 2016. Okay, yes. Yeah, so we like, hung out in Oregon. We so met in Oregon. Six years after <laughs> I moved out to Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, redacted. <laughs> right. I, now that was, yeah, that was stretching. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say, if you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and, and encourage you to do what I did, which was a deep dive on the Los Feliz murder mansion. And um, I'm going to give you the oversights, but if you want a really good, in-depth, deep dive, um, go to the Los Feliz Murder Mansion podcast on Spotify or iTunes, and it's a seven-part series done by Cloudy Day Productions. They put their heart and souls into this. Is this the Hodel house? This is not the Hodel house, but I can't fucking wait to do the Hodel house. <gasps> I want to do the Hodel house so bad. Oh my god, I know so much about the Hodel oh family. God, me too. Oh, oh, we should do a super episode and we'll yes. just be like tit for tat. Oh, that's oh. wonderful. Yeah, unfortunately, this is a different doctor. A <laughs> different set of murders. Different rich white guy. <laughs> Damn, different fancy ass house in Cali. Different fancy ass. On huh. like two miles from the Hodel house. No shit. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Was that one also made by Ansel Adams? Ooh. No, I wish it had been, because this one has weird architecture as well, um, which they talk about huh. because of when it was built. They did some things for like prohibition's sake to make like little hidden speakeasies and stuff. And now when you look at it, it's just creepy. <laughs> like it's a stairway in a really odd place um, that goes up to like a quote unquote ballroom, but was really like their hidden bar. I'm telling huh. you, like the people at the podcast, do they do tours? You know what? I'm going to touch on that. <laughs> oh, cool. Sadly, like they don't. But, oh, um, fuck. But that they could in the future. I'm going to leave they it like that. Um, and so th this podcast, the, the Los Feliz Murder Mansion podcast, um, goes in depth. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and on Spotify, just like we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Because we've got our kinks worked out and we're on Spotify. So if you're listening to us on Podomatic or iTunes and you prefer Spotify, hop over there. We're there now. All our stuff is there. Our Instagram is live. We have stuff going up all the time um, in reference to our episodes. So if you wanted to know what Fred Luker's teeth look like and you don't want to Google it, just go to our Go to her Instagram. You it's have there. to see it. You have to see it. Oh, I trolled somebody oh. so hard with this picture this week. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I got one of those random, like, hey, are you a sexy man? And I wrote back with his picture, and I said, I'm Mr. Perfect. <laughs> so the, it was just perfect. The thing is, though, it wasn't even, like, afterwards. She was like, no thanks or anything. Just ghost. <laughs> ghost. If you would put just ghost. a regular-looking dude, there may have been some sort of response, like, well, are you rich? Yeah. But with this one, it was just like, hard no. Nothing. Just hard no. Poor Fred Luker. <laughs> oh my god. No, the thing is he's got a really happy smile. Like his eyes light up, but it's just if he was wearing a mask, he'd have a lot of prospects. Oh my god, totally. I'm one to talk though. I'm going to the orthodontist next week to look what? into getting Invisalign. <laughs> I, you know, I had a great Invisalign experience, but I like your teeth. Thank you. Your teeth now look like my teeth post Invisalign. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. I'm gonna be one of those people with adult braces. I've never had braces, and 
Invisalign. That's the only reason I went Invisalign. I was like, I don't want to be all like, hey, guys. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I eat a lot of popcorn. I hear that doesn't go so I eat well. a lot of everything. Yeah, I do eat a lot of everything. <laughs> but it turns out, so my front teeth have these two spots on them that have always been like, tea stains I thought and I was like oh okay I have tea stains and so I go to <laughs> my dentist is Vietnamese and his hygienist is like his Vietnamese cousin or something she's amazing and um she's really dramatic and really loud and so um when she was cleaning my teeth she's like oh 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 and I was like what is wrong and she's like I can't when I go to clean your front teeth, they just start to crumble. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, what do you mean? She's like, I try to get stained and teeth crumble. No good. <laughs> so I went to a special advanced dentist and I was like, my, my Vietnamese lady tells me my teeth are crumbling. And he looks at my teeth and I was like, I think I have some enamel damage or something. And he's like, okay, let's do this. And let's do this. And then go like, oh, okay. And I was like, damn. That's never a good, oh. That's never good, right? And he did the thing where like he pulled down his mask and the other half of his face didn't match. <laughs> I love that. That's and my he, favorite thing. He wasn't ugly or anything. It was just like, whoa, that's the other half of your face. And so I did it back to him when he pulled his mask down and, and he looked at me funny. Like I looked at him, we had this moment and it was like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm super fucking awkward with people. And um, he was like, he was like, your bite is off. And so your back teeth are just jackhammer or your bottom teeth are jackhammering into the back of your front teeth every time you eat or talk hmm. and that your bottom teeth are never supposed to touch your top teeth, which apparently mine do. And so like little tiny jackhammers, they're causing my teeth to crumble and to like erode in these weird ways. So I have to go get my fucking bite fixed with Invisalign, which is going to take Invisalign's the way to go. No, no, no. Mine. Okay. You know how bad my teeth were. I, I they never were, thought of them as bad. They had a mind of their own. They were free-spirited. That's all. They so you know just, the weddings yeah. with seating charts? Yeah. This one had no seating yeah. chart. That is my mouth. You and it was a bunch smile. of people. <laughs> you had nice eyes. Um, <laughs> it, it was just chaos in there. They were all just doing their own thing uh, in various stages of disrepair. It was a Detroit housing project inside of my mouth. Oh. And so, no, it's fine. Uh, I moved to Washington and I had extensive dental work done with the goal of looking like Pete Davidson and my orthodontist so kindly told me that my teeth are not and will not ever be the shape of Pete Davidson's teeth that I need different teeth in order to make that a possibility. <laughs> it's such a bummer because... I have that dream as well. <laughs> yeah, no, you have the teeth of a normal person. All your teeth are different sizes that are the sizes that they're designed to be for teeth reasons. Pete Davidson has veneers, and so his teeth are designed for cosmetic reasons. That's what I get for researching my orthodontist. He was very, like, double board certified, all of, all of that stuff. He loved learning, and he loved telling me the things that he had learned, and apparently that was, like, day one... <laughs> A person without veneers cannot possibly look like Jim Carrey in the mask. Oh. It's not doable. It's not doable. But anyway, uh, with Invisalign, I actually, I went from whatever the fuck that was She to, was still beautiful, everyone. She was still gorgeous. I had a great personality. She had a beautiful <laughs> smile. She's the only I one who I love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I have known Meg for a long time. She did not look like Detroit, but... No, it was bad. <laughs> it was 
It was bad. Uh, I was like a female Doug Stanhope. Oh, no. That's no, just no, my no. personality. Not oh. even the aesthetics. The aesthetics were far worse. Um, so anyway, I I think that I only actually had Invisalign on for like a year and a half to bring everything Ooh. to where it needed to be. And better. yeah, it was like 5,500 bucks or 4,500 bucks. It was like a used car. It's not bad. They told me I have as long as I have it. That's how long I have to pay it off. So. Oh. Huh. If I get a year and a half. You know, we're not sponsored, but we would take Invisalign sponsors. Oh, yeah. I could I use mean, a second round. Yeah. I mean. My my only advice, though, other than don't fuck it off, keep them in, uh, is when all is said and done, do not get the permanent retainer. I am regretting it. Oh, I love to floss. Yeah, me and too. it makes it's impossible. Really, it is impossible. Your teeth are too perfect. No, dude. Oh, look. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm showing Aaron. Yeah. The, for those of you with the permanent retainer, you'll understand. It's it's a bar that goes on the bottom teeth, essentially from canine to canine, to keep everything where it should be, and it. Sort of by those being in line, it also, in my opinion, completely unresearched, keeps the top ones in line. Uh, not well, and it's no substitution for a retainer, which I haven't worn in months, despite having just gotten them off and paid as much as a used Mazda. Slightly used. Mazda. Slightly used. Slightly they used. Retain 2010. Their, they do retain their value. Right, yeah, they do. <laughs> not well, but they do. Uh... But yeah, don't just don't get the permanent retainer because the um, the floss that you have to use it's like needly and then thick and then regular, and so you have to kind of like thread it through and kind of still try to effectively floss. It's not oh, doable. Good to know. Yeah, I'm gonna probably go to Moses Lake and get mine taken off so I can go back to flossing like a regular person. <laughs> That's good to know. Thank you. Yeah, and if you work for Invisalign, um, hit us up. Yeah, let us know. Let us know how to, I don't know, let them know that we love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I do. I do. I enjoy Invisalign. Oh. Invisalign. Uh, it did make it, they had to put these little bumps on my teeth so everything would stick because, mm -hmm. like, I had to have teeth pulled down, pulled up, pulled over, like, all of the shit. And so they had to put bumps on there, and it looked like I had tooth cancer. Oh, shit. No, it's clear. You can't tell from, like, this much of a distance if I have a mask on. Oh. But if I don't, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> See, I should have gotten on top of this at the beginning of the pandemic because then I could unveil my new smile. I kind of did that, actually. When we start to take off our masks. Yeah, I only actually, I don't know, it was maybe three months before the pandemic that I got them on. Nice. Like, it was the the June before. See, you've got foresight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm good like that. It. I am good Ugh. like that. But, I mean, it's probably, there's no end in sight, so just get it now. Fucking A, right? <laughs> Okay, so let's dive in. So I did a deep dive on the Los Feliz Murder House, um, which I had known about for a while. And um, mostly because when we were in L.A. the last time, I wanted to drive by all the places that I've never seen before, which is, I mean, a lot. Not in L.A. that much <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But, like, I wanted to go by the American Horror Story Murder House, which I did, and they had gates up all around it because they were filming something else there so that was like what the fuck else could they film there that is now the thing that so i didn't know that that was an actual house not just a set oh well i don't know how much of the inside of the house they actually 
filmed in, but I know a portion of it at least, but they didn't go to the bowling alley because there's apparently a bowling alley in the basement. No shit. So So is it actually haunted? That is debatable. I would say yes. Just the vibes I got from it pulling up in front of it. A lot of people say, no, it's fine, you know, but they want to retain their skepticism. Right, that's cool points. But (laughs) the outside is exactly at, like, unkempt lawn. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck, that's awesome. At least when I was there, yeah. I was under the impression that that was supposed to be the hotel house. Mm. Because uh, in American Horror Story, like, the the first slash best season... Totally, right. totally. It just was undebatable. Um, on the first season, they had definitely done a nod to George Hodel for they fucking did. sure. Oh yeah, and they, unless there's another dude who's just like that. <laughs> no, no, no. That was definitely a Hodel thing, and then I even so too. like even down to the wife and his relationship with the wife, and like, um, I mean, he didn't have the young son that died. That was definitely Lindbergh vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, for sure, it was it was Hodelly. Um, which I've also, I'm, and I'm sure everyone else has done a deep dive on the Black Dahlia. If you haven't, um, you should, then join our club of people that have. But it was Hodel. It <laughs> was yeah, obviously. It was Hodel. It was obviously George Hodel. And you know what always threw me off um, was how they said that there was feces in Elizabeth Short's stomach. And then I just pictured them, I pictured him making her eat poo. Yeah. really disturbed me. But it turns out... It's more than likely contamination from the fertilizer bags that her body was placed on once it was bisected. Um, Not to that. No, it was fucking full. Like, it was in there as though it had been ingested. Like, that would be just trace amounts. Okay, then we have conflicting stories. If anybody wants to clear that up for us, I would love to be right. If I'm not, I'm going to go back to throwing up at the thought of her having to eat poo. Um, Because... God damn, that's horrible. But then again, they don't know how long he had her, how long she was there. If it was willing or whatnot. Exactly. The horrors that that puts in my brain are just innumerable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this one, I wanted to also see the hotel house. Couldn't get to it. There was all these problems. They were just fucking problems. I was like, don't you know I'm here? I'm in L.A. I want to see these things. It's a cursed visit. Right? (laughs) I I didn't get to see the fucking... Elisa Lamb Hotel. I didn't get to go to any of those things. Yeah, it was a bummer. But don't worry, L.A. I'll come back and I'll do it again. Okay, so the Los Feliz Murder House. I I got to see it from afar. I didn't get to go into it. Um, But no one really has unless you are a... Uh, an urban explorer you're comfortable breaking and entering so here's the story of the Los Feliz murder house I'm fine with doing that I know right so this led me to the podcast which led me to the question that we're going to answer at the end of my piece so we're going to take a hard left at some point cool um so uh, on the night of December 6th, 1959, in a gigantic 5,500-square-foot mansion in Los Feliz, which is the hilltop in Los Angeles where they have the Hollywood sign, kind of that area, um, Harold Pearlson, um, a, a doctor, a, a Dr. Harold Pearlson, not sure what kind of doctor he was. Uh, he beat He's his... a doctor of pearls. He is a doctor of pearls. Um, he beat his wife to death with a hammer. And um, severely, severely injured his 18-year-old daughter with the same hammer before ending his own life by drinking water with acid in it and or a bunch of tranquilizer pills. Now, like I said, go to the podcast. They go into how much of this is reality, how much is backed up by evidence. 
But the urban legend is that he drank acid. <laughs> More than likely, he probably just took a bunch of pills. But like the thought of him for his sake, acid, I hope he just took no, a whole bunch of pills. Right. For the next fifty years, the Los Feliz Murder Mansion um, stood untouched by time and uninhabited by the people who bought it. Uh, hmm. So, so there isn't a lot of evidence that anybody actually moved in there. Again, they get into it more in the podcast. But um, a year after the murders, the mansion was sold to um, Emily and Julian. A lot of people say Julian. I said Julian, and then I felt silly. Um, the Enriquezes, who only used it for storage, mostly. They never really moved in fully. There is some debate um, as to whether or not that's true, but they did not inhabit the house for the whole time that they lived there. Um, they claim they never saw anything deeming it haunted. Um, but you know, why else would you not move in other than it's like a creepy place where a bunch of people were murdered? Some, there is some evidence that suggests that maybe a Mexican couple who had immigrated from Mexico were not welcomed with open arms into the Hollywood Hills, um, even though they were millionaires. But I like to think it's because it was super haunted because there is a whole history since the house was built of murders and suicides and murders and suicides and death and attempted murder and all of these things. So it feels very cursed. It does. It feels very cursed. Um, and so in 1994, Rudy Enriquez, their son, their beloved son, inherited the home from them because um, his parents finally died, uh, but he never moved in either and he never made any changes. And so until very recently, you could go to the house and there's tons of pictures online for people who had broken in, had been in the house. They'd taken little things, you know, little souvenirs. It's a dickhead move. Right? Because it's like, who the it's fuck not your you? house. It's not your house. You can't take shit. People are, um, like, actively storing their shit there. Like, yeah. the people who own it. But some of If it shit... was full stop abandoned, <clears throat> all right, I kind of get it. It's still totally. a dickhead move. I still wouldn't do it. Totally. Uh, the souvenirs are supposed to be the pictures, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but... Yeah, if somebody's, like, actively storing their shit in there and that's the person who lives there, that's a real dickhead move. You don't know what's, like, just left over or that's, you know, maybe that's their favorite coffee cup or, you know what I mean? See, and to make it more complicated, when the house was sold through the probate estate of Dr. Pearlson, it was sold to include all of the personal belongings and furniture in it. So it's their TV, their socks, their hats, their shoes, their tampons... I, I don't know if there were tampons back then. I take that back. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted! And um, But anyway, all of their stuff was in this house. The daughter, Judy, who he bashed in the skull with, who managed to get away, the, the switch plate that goes over your light switch with her name hand-painted on it was still there until some fucking... And we know who it is. This woman stole it so that she could give it to... A reality star who was obsessed with the house. That part pisses me off. Listen yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because it's Stasi Schroeder, whoever that is from Vanderpump Rules. Never heard of it. She's apparently obsessed with the murder house. Posted on social media after she broke in there like, oh, I wish I could get the Judy light switch plate. So the wife of the guy who was selling the house, the real estate agent, she went with him like, oh, I want to go see the house. You know, when you go to set it up to sell it and stole the fucking light switch plate to give to Stasi Schroeder, which really pisses me off. Yeah, that's... I mean, okay, at least... It was somebody who was uh, at least a little adjacent to the house. Yeah, not just some random. Yeah, I thought it was just some thing. random schmuck. Like, I mean, she probably could have just been like, "Hey, could I have that?" Yeah. And he would have been like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Yeah, right. Because it was like friends of her husband's who were buying the place in two thousand six. Yeah, or she could have just been like, "Yeah, she didn't have to be shady." And not yeah. only did she steal it, she replaced it with like one from her house. 
So I, the, to me, I mean, on one hand, at least she, I can see how in her mind it was like a no harm, no foul type of situation. Like, but I replaced it with a different one. I know, but it and doesn't it feel like tampering with evidence or something, or like changing I mean, history. Yeah. I mean, but ugh, who's to say? Well, okay, and like once again, playing devil's advocate, like who's to say that the new owners weren't just going to go and, like, trash everything. That's and, true. You know, so, like, I can kind of get that. But, yeah, she should have just asked him. Like, she should have yeah. just been like, hey. Can I have this? Right. So when you look in the pictures of the murder house, the murder mansion, I mean, it's stuff like their old TV covered in dust. There's rolls of wrapping paper. Despite the urban legend, there is no Christmas tree because everyone's like, oh, there was a Christmas tree in the window with... You know, ready for Christmas. This did happen December 6th, but the Pearlsons were Jewish. They didn't have a Christmas tree <laughs> up. Um, and so, but there's plenty of other creepy shit that was just, like, left behind when they fled because the only people left were the children that were alive. And they went to live with family on another coast, changed their names, did all kinds of stuff because this ruined them. Oh, yeah, I bet. Totally. So, yeah, the house, the house pretty much sat untouched for, God, until 2006 when it was sold. But um, nobody knows specifically why he went bananas and and killed his wife um there were some previous attempts to have him institutionalized for mental Uh. illness reasons um he did when he died he owed more in debts than he had in assets um so it could have been a whole combination of things but he definitely was known to have said like my wife and my daughter judy are financially ruining me (laughs) so he had two other children he didn't touch. He left them sleeping. Wow. It's hard to say, but to me, that feels very... Pointed? Yeah. Yeah. Very pointed. Um, also made me think twice about asking my husband for certain things. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got to remember, anyone can snap for any reason. I don't think Dave would snap, though. Um, I think under the right circumstances, I could see a snap, but they would definitely have to be that, like, I murdered his mother... Or burned all of Canada to the ground. You killed all the wrestlers. All the wrestlers. All the wrestlers <laughs> in AEW murdered by me. Um, he, he, I, I might get a bonk in the head for that one. <laughs> he might bonk me before he disposes me. I think in that jail. he should be impressed. I thought so too. <laughs> I um, so. In December 2020, pardon me, uh, the house was sold for $2.35 million to a real estate investor who planned on renovating the property. Um, It must be in bad state because that's extremely inexpensive for that size of a place in that area. Exactly, which led me to wonder, like, in general, here's our hard left, um, how do you sell a murder house as an asset? As a, as a, ooh, shit, this happened here, and we're really, like, don't want to talk about it. Sell it to the Vanderpump Rules. Right? She couldn't afford it, because apparently reality TV doesn't pay that much. She started a GoFundMe to try to buy the house. Yeah, for real. I don't know who this chick is, but... I don't like her because (laughs) I don't understand why it's called who is the who is Vanderpump right? why do they rule or is it a list of rules that the Vanderpump has set out exactly I mean I definitely confused the Vanderpump thing with Vanderbilt and immediately thought oh, no. of Anderson Cooper's mom 
Yeah, but I like that. That's wholesome. I know. That's why I was on board with it until I figured out that wasn't her. <laughs> For some reason, Vanderpump Rules just seems very, like, Degrassi mm. mixed with, like, Cider House Rules. Ooh, see, and I was thinking, like, a Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but yes. also with, like, a side of Bad Girls Club. Now, see, after you said it was a reality show, that's my mind kind of went there with it. Mm. But I, yeah, I had had the impression that it was, like, a Degrassi-style show that may have been on Disney. I can see why. Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. It sounds just like something that, you know, an 11-year-old would watch. See, I would... Okay. Okay. I thought maybe it was about shoes because pumps... Yeah. Actually, that was a thought, too. Right? So I maybe it's a Disney show about a kid's empire of shoes? That sounds fucking annoying. I bet all of those are better than what it really is. And I'm I'm going to resist the urge to Google no, it. No, I, I, I I'm going to Google it, like, immediately after I leave. I need to know though that like I want to know what she looks like I want to know what she is totally um so there now with this particular house I did some research and there are all kinds of problems with it but because of where it is built the way it is built and how it is not up to code to bring the entire thing up to code you would have to even if you tore the house down to the studs to redo it because the plumbing is fucked the electrical is fucked everything that is wrong with this house that you want to fix cannot be fixed by today's modern code standards, which is one of the problems that the people keep running into when they buy it. I don't know how to solve those. Not my department. But I definitely started thinking, like, okay, murder house real estate, right? Like, what... If I fail at podcasting, (laughs) is this something that I could get into? Um, The answer is definitely yes. I feel like I would be very good at it. Mostly because I know so much about it. Um, Like, just offhand, you know, I know that John Wayne Gacy's house was demolished because it was such a blight on the neighborhood and the city. Um, Nobody wants to buy Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home because his first murder was committed there. You know, so, like, I already have these things going on in my head. Oh, the Ward Weaver house was demolished. Torn down to bits. And that was actually a rent... He was renting that. Oh, man. And the person who owned it uh, was just like, yeah, I'm going to cut my losses with this. Mm Mm-hmm. So murder real estate is is a thing, and I'm gonna get into it. And if you want to buy a murder home, you know, I'm head up, Aaron. She'll figure it out. I could. <laughs> I will figure it. I you know, I won't take that much commission. Not that much. What three percent? That's normal. <laughs> also, if you are capable of writing a succinct description of mm. the entirety of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, yeah, send it to us. We'll read a paragraph about it. Hell yeah. If DMs? you want to just give us a paragraph about like this is what it is, mm. then we're down. I want to hear it. Yeah. Email us, whatever. DM us on Instagram. Um, So it's split right down the middle. So murder houses either tend to be discounted by at least 10 to 15% because of the stigma, depending on the murder, or it could bump it up, up to 20 per, uh, it could be like 15 to 50% discounted, you know, in that range, depending, or it can bump it up, up to 25% above what you would normally ask for that house because it is... You know, I mean, a lot of times it's a very fancy house. Um, Murder's a fancy people crime, for sure. For sure, right? And it's usually a mansion or a farm or something. Um, The Valeska Axe Murder House, that's a farm if they ever sold it, I'm sure, because it's infamous as being the Axe Murder House. It would sell for above, ooh, 
that look. You're not not sure about what that is. Is that the one where uh, they noticed footprints in the snow mm-hmm. going up to the attic, and then yeah, like the maid had noticed it, and then like everybody got killed, and there was no footsteps going out of the snow. That's right. Oh, spooky, spooky. I've read yes. so many creepy pastas that. <laughs> We're kind of like based around that, and that's my favorite. Oh, totally, totally. And The Conjuring House is up for sale as of today, which is September 23rd. I'm, this is further in the future. It might have been sold by now, but it is for sure, as of right now, in Rhode Island for sale. I also didn't know that I thought that was just a movie. <laughs> oh, oh my God. We should do a deep dive on the Warrens one day because they were... Yes. Yes. They were very interesting, very devout religious people, for better or for worse. So, uh, for another day. Um, so, sometimes these houses are... Well, they're mostly... Like the Jean Benet Ramsey house, which is a fucking huge mansion in Colorado. Nicole Brown Simpson's condo. I think that was only like a two bedroom condo. Super it was modest. Fancy. Yeah, I mean, but super expensive. Um, Fox Hollow Farm. Have, are you familiar with that one? No idea. So that's a, the property in Indiana where her Baumeister killed at least 11 men by drowning them in the fancy indoor pool. Huh. Um, so this guy, I remember first hearing about her Herb Baumeister on like My Ghost Story or something. It's notoriously haunted by the poor gay men that he basically kidnapped, took back there, and murdered. He was married. He had children. He was married to a woman. He had children. He was in the closet, and he would go into the city in Indiana uh, whichever city is closest. I'm assuming Indianapolis. I don't know of any other cities in Indiana. Um, and he would get gay men to come back with him, and then he would drown them in the pool and have sex with their bodies and stuff. And so to this day... God, that is... Ah. I know. To this day, the people that bought Fox Hollow Farm are still finding bones on the property. You can watch about the... I mean, there's an episode of Ghost Adventures about it. There's, like, my haunting. There's all kinds of stuff about how awful this property is. That's an um, on, And that's also proof that on another level, homophobia kills. Right. Because Absolutely. I bet that he probably grew up in a maybe deeply religious mm. household or just hearing, like, you know, uh, relatives speak disparagingly about uh, people of the LBGTQIA plus community. And so he probably was, like... Mm-hmm. You know, like Dahmer, you know, yeah. super ashamed and decided that he would just kill people and have sex with their corpses because then they couldn't tell that he was having sex with them exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Well, because Dahmer, he was just trying to, he wasn't, he wasn't oh. trying to hurt anybody. He just wanted, to be he just wanted a zombie to fuck. <laughs> he did. He wanted a companion. Um, but yeah, so uh. Baumeister um, took the approach that I'm sure many of his generation did of, of repressed white men and uh, killed the, oh God, so many poor, poor men. They don't That's even know. That's so fucking sad. Um, the seven bedroom mansion where 39 members of the Heaven's Gate cult killed themselves in 1997. Yes. That sold yes. for $668,000 instead of the $1.6 million. Which is million. a steal. It is a huge steal. Um, so... They bought it for one point six million. I mean, this is like, yeah. So, what kind huh. of ber- what kind of people buy these places? There's there's usually two kinds of people: people like me who are obsessed with the paranormal or true crime or murder or whatever, and want to want to find out more. You know, for whatever reason, we're gonna call them macabre reasons. <laughs> That's a sweeping generalization, and um, only my opinion. Um, or people who don't give a fuck, who are so not bothered by it. They're like, I don't believe in that. It doesn't bother me. This is a swank-ass place for half the price. Um, 
I think I would go into that category. If yeah. I can get a six-bedroom house for $120,000 in Multnomah <laughs> right. Village, Ooh, I will. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, blood cleans up. There are so it's, many companies. It's not like they just give it to you fresh after the murder. Like, yeah, there's crime scene. I I follow a crime scene cleanup company on YouTube. Me too. There's, Several on yeah. Instagram. Also, I, I adore them. And Amazing. yeah, it's, they would at least put a coat of paint on there. I mean, come oh, on. Yeah. I mean, for real. If, if <laughs> I, as the real estate agent, in theory, in this situation, would spruce it up. Oh yeah, I would. I mean, I might leave one little spot of blood. Depending on how into just it the people are, put a little bit of lacquer on there, like, yeah. so that way there could be the whole myth of no yeah. matter how much I wipe the wall, it just doesn't yeah. come off. Absolutely, <laughs> um, but that's me. I mean, maybe I'm not built for sales. Maybe that's not my jam. If I was into murder real estate, uh, I would get a so many metric feet, like I don't know, thousands of feet. Hundreds of thousands of feet of that carpet that changes color when it's wet. Yes. Oh my God. So you I have would kid peed on it or something. Yeah. Oh no. It's, I would just like the one that turns red. Like you know the bath mat that you step <gasps> oh, on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, okay, never. I was thinking of something <laughs> else. No, I know that my kid <laughs> pees on it because it'll be like, "Hey, mom, I I peed over there." You have a nice kid. Mine doesn't say shit. He just pees on it, and then he just walks away. <laughs> Find it a month later. I have a dog, so I don't know who I would blame. To be honest oh, with you. Oh my god, that's so funny though. Put that carpet in, and it looks like it's nice and white. And then the first rainy day, they come home and yeah, they're like, ah, it's blood, <laughs> and then they sell it back to me for a bargain. Oh my god, you're a genius. Yep. Double commission. Yeah, I know. Um, so New Orleans. This led me all to New Orleans. Oh, I ended up in New Orleans. I wanted like, to go there. I've mm, heard that I want to go there. So all bad. of it is haunted. So haunted. I just Every need to New be Orleans. there as like a spectator. And I know that sounds horrible, but after learning more about some of the more infamous murder houses there, I have to get there. Um, so uh, you know, New Orleans. New Orleans is notorious for embracing the paranormal, and a good murder story there can boost the price of the home. This is the 20% oh, yeah, above. Um, so a building that holds five luxury apartments today is dubbed the Sultan's Mansion, and it sits in the middle of the French Quarter, and each apartment rents for $2,500 a month, as opposed to the city's median, which is about $1,650. Now, it's called the Sultan's Mansion because legend has it that the brother of a Turkish sultan rented the property in the mid-1800s um, just to, like, I'm going to America, I'm going to go party. Um, one morning, after a, a really raucous party the night before, a neighbor saw blood oozing out from under the front door and sort of into the streets. And so when the police arrived, they discovered the mutilated body parts of the entire Turkish harem that he brought with him. Whoa! Um, guests and guards were was it like forty people? House, you know, they didn't have a, a, an exact number. I'm imagining around twenty five to. 40. They should have just counted like left feet or something. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> line them up, line them up, right. left feet. Um, <laughs> so they found all of these people just just massacred, um, huh. and the Turkish Sultan's brother was found buried alive in the courtyard. Now, buried alive, did they find him alive or they found him with the scratch marks? I'm not sure. I, I assume it's the latter. Yeah, probably. But that place, I mean, that's a hefty increase. That's a lot of dead bodies. And they never found out who did it or why. And why would all those people stay there and just get murdered? Like, nobody ran away. Nobody was like, like you know what I mean? Huh. So the lore behind it is very interesting. Um, or, of course... There's the La La Lori La the La Lori Mansion, um, which was in the Coven 
yeah, season of American Horror Story. That was really cool. And Kathy Bates was an amazing Madame Lollery. But um, oh, she's an amazing everything. Oh, I love her so she's much. The best. I saw her on an episode of Love Boat just the other night. Aww. Yeah, like the seventies one when she was very young. Wow, I have to check into that. Yeah, it was really great. Um, the real Madame LaLaurie was a socialite with an appetite for torture. and She blood. was not great. She was not <laughs> great. She rivaled, um, what's the one, the the, um, the countess who was, Bathory. Bathory. Yeah, yeah. She was like up that. She was worse than Vlad the Impaler. She definitely was. He was a little one note, to be honest. So. For real, right? Like the steak up the butt through right. the mouth. I mean, come on. You can only yeah. do that a few times before it's like, yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, okay, poop's coming out their mouth. It's right. funny, you know, but like. <laughs> it's only then, funny like four times. I know, right? You shake their bodies and like. More, more poop falls more out. Poop falls out. <laughs> like, yeah, it is one note. Yeah. I'm with you 100%. <laughs> she, this woman was creative, though. She was, for real. And the depths of like her maniacal. depravity were revealed when a fire swept through the mansion in 1834, and firefighters discovered more than a dozen slaves that had been chained and caged in the attic who had been viciously tortured, which, you know, kudos to American Horror Story for their, I'm going to say, as historically accurate as possible. It was comparatively reacting. G-rated, though. Yeah, yeah, for real. And so Nicolas Cage one day was like, I'm going to buy that place. Of course he fucking will. Yeah, He's so going to he... fill it with paintings of himself, oil paintings. <laughs> but not money for hair plugs, you know? like. Oh, no. Have you seen? I've seen. Yeah. I feel like. He got him on his face, too. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. more than just for men. It's just for nobody. <laughs> Look what you can do with the right amount of money. Fucking A. Yeah, you can really ruin yourself, can't you? Oh, my God. When we get big, can we get matching Pete Davidson veneers? Yeah. Oh that's the entire reason <laughs> I'm be, doing this. That would be so So amazing. you can visit us on Patreon to contribute <laughs> yes. to that also, please. Yes, please. Um, we're, we're, we're setting it up. We're figuring out what you all are going to get as as you know patreon subscribers if if a lot of people subscribe like get like top subscriber money to us we can get pete davidson veneers <laughs> if only a few of them do we can get steve-o veneers oh steve-o veneers are very good they yeah. are the poor man's pete davidson uh it depends sure. on he's had like five sets mm. steve-o has so I like it when he doesn't have them on and he's just got like weird a... little pointy <laughs> gremlin teeth <laughs> Yeah. No thanks. Terrifying. Oh my god. If we only get like two subscribers, that's what we're gonna end up with is the D Snyder special. (laughs) We will. Where we just have pointy little demon teeth. Where they file them down to prepare for the veneers, but we haven't been able to. Yeah. (laughs) We're making installment payments, but we're sketchy, so we have to pay in advance. Right. Maybe for our Patreon subscribers at the top level, we could do something like a weekly video of us. I don't know, like taking. Taking the garbage out and like, no, that's not good. We're going to have to think about this. We've got to think about it further. They'll pay us to quit putting the videos out. (laughs) Nobody gives a shit about this weird stalker. Totally. I'll take it. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not in charge of marketing. That is Megan's department. For for the top subscriber, you get one of our old sweaters. I will send you a homemade cookie. With, like, one of my socks. Yeah. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> Yeah. So here's the thing is Erin's actually really talented in a lot of different areas. She makes, like, really amazing uh, needlepoint and, like, I'm, I'm assuming you probably do make good cookies. Um, I do. 
I, I make You're not very free. secure with I'm that. I, I, okay, I am also an amazing baker, an amazing cook. Uh, so... Other than just giving you trash from our pockets, yeah. we'll actually do something, you know. Erin <laughs> will make you a needle point of your mom or of her, of I'll her mom. You, you know what? Yeah, I'll send you one I've made of my mom. My mom's a beautiful blonde hair She's a really nice <laughs> yeah, she's, really, she's really a nice person. You know what? You tell us what you want. How about that? Because I'm not in charge of this part, this, and I shouldn't be. I, you, I would end up sending... I would email make videos. Me. Yeah, email me. And I would end up just making a video while I'm pooping or something. You know, like a cameo type When you video. said a video, that was my... That was where my my mind went. I was like, yeah, like a, a pooping video. Like, oh, I'm pooping. Oh, I know, right? I have a healthy digestive tract, and so it would be a really short video. Oh, God, I poop a lot, so I, I can knock them out in a, in a week and get all of them done just like... You know I'm on my... Well, as I was saying, like, my favorite murder... Uh, that's what you get if you don't subscribe yeah, at all. What, we'll just bombard you with those. We'll find you. We will DM you pictures of us pooping and little videos. If you don't give us money... Well, because I was thinking, like, my... We'll email your boss. <laughs> we'll email your boss and let him know that, that you, you have not paid me yet for <laughs> I know. Uh, I like, you can pay the, oh. the bribery money on Patreon. Oh my God, yes, you can. Oh. So anyway, um, that's that's it. The secret to selling horror houses is you pick a side, embrace it, and then sell it. Um, that's kind of just the secret to selling anything. I know. I'm not good at sales. I am. I grew up Mormon, and my mom was in sales and catering for, like, 25 years See? the entire time I was growing up. This is why she does all the good stuff, guys. Yeah, you're the brains. I'm the used car salesman. No, I tinker. I tinker with the computer. I'm the vinegar. You're the honey. Oh. <laughs> but, like, spicy honey. Because you're not just going to get, like, sweetness with me. You're going to get a little stank spiciness. I, I, was, now, I was thinking, like, a nice, like jalapeno infused honey with like some salt just to offset it and you were just thinking like honey from like a wasp's butt (laughs) not even bee honey like i was i was thinking wasp like ant honey or something (laughs) it would be orangey have you ever smashed an ant oh my god do you know how it smells like oranges do you smell oranges yeah to me it smells tangy like uh like a bleachy ammonia sort of like it has this really hmm. specific smell. That's interesting. No, for me when I smash it, it smells like like have you ever had uh, a big bag of oranges and the one in the very middle starts to go rotten mm-hmm. and you're like, why does my house smell good and bad? Yes, that's exactly for me oh. when I smash a sugar ant. That's exactly what it smells like is uh, orange peel of an orange that is like a little moldy. <laughs> wow. That's interesting, cause yeah, mine is just tang. I just smell tang, which my That's so weird. so the first book that that I wrote, the one with um, Dave, it's called Family Business. It's all about my husband's time in the funeral industry. Um, <laughs> Big death. <laughs> so I would give. They'd be my, making a killing now. I know, I know, right? Oh damn! So I would give my mom my chapters when they were in the, like the real early stages, and to this day. You cannot say the word tangy around my mother because that is the one word I overuse to describe like the smell of like shit and corpses and death. And she's like, you ruined it for me. It's not tangy. (laughs) For me, tangy is like 
zesty, like uh, like oh. orange chicken is tangy, you know. See, and to me, it smells spicy when you squish an ant. This is the kind of top-notch huh. content you'll get if you subscribe to our Patreon. And Ooh. if you don't subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> we're going to send your mom pictures of you masturbating. Oh, my God. And even if it's just like... <laughs> they're hand-drawn. Yes. We don't know what you look like. <laughs> I was just going to say, even if they're hand-drawn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We'll just... Yeah, we'll just... We'll just we're ruining your <sighs> so, you know what? Uh, we would encourage you to visit our Patreon. Um, you know, even a dollar a month gets us that much closer to those Pete Davidson veneers. That's which, true. That's true. Uh, someday we'll we'll get and then we will show him and we'll be like, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have to lose about 50 pounds to make that comfortable. Uh I'm with you. I'm going to need about 75. Yeah. We'll work so, on it. You know what? We're going to work on losing weight. <laughs> you can follow our weight loss journey with our multiple poops every day on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get the teeth. We will ambush him, both of us at the same time, backstage at like a, I feel like maybe a an EM. Kid Cuddy show? Ooh, there we go. I like it. Or Machine Gun Kelly something oh. or other. Yeah. I like him. Do you? Uh, now I do. I used to have no opinion. I, you know what? I liked him as I like all humans um, until he made a comment about how the movie that he was in with where he met Megan Fox, how it was too shitty for him to promote. And everyone was like, dude, you were really good in that. Like the people what who movie? made the movie. I didn't know he was in a movie with uh, Megan Fox. There's some movie coming out. Anyway. Megan Fox sure. is real problematic. So I kind of mm. tuned her out. Mm -hmm. She's real She got weird, weird feet. Quentin uh, Tarantino would put so much jizz on them. Dude, for real? Jizz and bees. Oh, jizz and bees. So until next time, everybody. <laughs> no, so I actually have, yeah. I didn't know that Memento Mori was a Mac Miller thing because I follow him not at all. Oh, I He's don't even dead. know who that is. He dated Ariana Grande. Uh, he doesn't look like somebody who would, though. He looks like somebody who would have sold me really shitty pot in the 90s. <laughs> He just does. Oh. And uh, he killed himself somehow. Shitty pot overdose. I have no idea. <laughs> and so on the subreddit, the tattoo subreddit, um, somebody had a memento mori tattoo. And I was like, oh, dope. Like, so do I. And then I started reading in the comment section, people being like, is that like a Mac Miller thing? And I was like, these dumbasses. And then she was like, yeah, totally. He's my favorite. <gasps> and I was like, I'm the dumbass. Oh, no. And so BDE is a Pete Davidson thing. And apparently totally. Memento Mori is a Mac Miller thing. And so this is my Ariana Grande <laughs> very large tattoo. <laughs> we'll put it up on our Patreon for you to see. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea. We better still be recording because yeah, that we was are. okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. I couldn't I couldn't stop it once once we talked about BDE. I mean Google yeah. it, Google it if you need to. But I I I I, I do have BDE. I love it. Right. Okay. Join us next time. Join our Patreon. Follow us on Instagram. We will have merch. Soonish, I've 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 got some ideas. I know Megan does too. So, all right, see y'all. <laughs>